is able to think beyond the confines of their masculinity. Mm. Like the scene where she like, you know, starts the avalanche to kill all the Huns. Yeah. Like them niggas was like, why did you just kill this nigga? She was like, because I'm gonna bury the whole tribe. Think beyond. You know, like or when and she it's so stupid though at the end of it all. What two of them were still alive? Like them motherfuckers, y'all. At that point, take over. Like I don't <laughs> understand how you're not dead, but like I mean, y'all not dead because you need a climax. But <laughs> let's be real. But yeah. Anyway, whole story. Oh, but babe. anyway, but anyway, it's Oyana. It's Izzy. It's, it's a whole story. <laughs> I like how they start off with this is like very fun song and then we that we didn't know and then we went to like you know how it's fucked up <laughs> and then it was like wait let's do talk about the actual thing the fun thing and then it was like wait we forgot an intro we keep forgetting the intro whenever we do stuff like that we gotta just start the song and then go into it so so hard the songs are always lead us into another topic that is so true but we actually thought of a shitty song to like lead us lead us into the actual topic oh um, yeah, really? I'm in my bag, but I'm in his too. Real ass bitch, you fuck that nigga. Big breaking back, whole five six figure. Strikes on my ass, all you calls pussy nigga. Fucking on a whipping ass, rich ass nigga. Same group of bitches, ain't and no ass in a picture. And then after that, you stop listening to the song. Yeah, because why else would I listen? To I listen to JT's part too, because you know free JT. But the rest of it, I listen like that girl. She be like. I, I hate, hate her, her voice. Her voice. Oh my god, how she gotten this far? Like, stop talking, Z. And I'm like, I'm so mean, but like, I hate. There's a song where they take, um, first of all, fuck Kaya, but you know, whatever. My neck, my back, bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's transphobic as fuck. Like, oh. and homophobic and just horrible. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like just generally like super horrible to women. Like, she's a horrible person. Fuck her. But they take a very classic song because you know, facts are facts. My neck, my black back is is a my neck, my black <laughs> my my neck, my back is a classic. I'll give you that. It's a whole anthem. Yeah, I might still get. I don't have it on my phone, but if I'm out in this, place, I mean, they definitely played that this past weekend. I definitely got lit. <laughs> like I will definitely turn up a little bit and feel guilty about it later. But they like take that sound. They sample her song, and like the beginning of the song sounds so good, and then you hear this bitch's voice come in, yeah, and I it's like, oh, there's no way for her voice to like subtly come in. She needs a like, voice acting on a voice class, or elocution lessons, but it's just know. so nasally and annoying. And the thing, she doesn't have a flow, so it just makes it worse. And it's just like, why are we going on this moment? I'm sorry. I hate the sound of, you know, the, I think the active, is it the active video where like Yachty is there and he was like, I bet you look, like he's like teaching her how, like how to say it, like what the, oh, well, basically, you know, well, for those who don't know, Yachty wrote most of her verses on that song. And so like, he's like in the video that there's like, you know, you know, in videos they do this, they do like cut. And it's like, oh, we're going to talk about what we're doing because it makes it more authentic kind of thing. And he's like basically coaching her on how to like flow with the words. He's like, I bet, you know, I bet your little brother want to fuck on me. I bet your little sister would like, you know, saying that part. But he's like saying, like, you can clearly tell that that's the nigga that wrote it. And then she's like, I bet your little brother. Like, but it's like, with the, again, with that fucking voice. I think, like, I think it should be enunciated. I don't think it has an enunciation. No, it's not even the enunciation. It's like the it's, sound of her voice yeah. is actually just annoying. But she also doesn't have a flow because, like, she was like saying it, and it's like, bitch, how are you saying this shit off beat? He literally just said it for you. Just also, Layati is like, 
That's a fact. <laughs> he got over for with TJ and then TJ went to jail. JT. <laughs> JT, excuse me. I did grassy all day. Um, <laughs> but we went to jail and then she was just like, wait a minute. <laughs> I mean, but everybody, I feel like as soon as JT went to jail, everybody was like, the wrong city girl got locked up. Period. <laughs> the, the one who writes, the one who had a flow, the one who had something to say. Uh, sadly. Anyway, again, all off topic. Yeah. Um, quick warning. If you don't like whole stories, you don't like women talking about sex, you don't like sex, listen all those things, <laughs> go listen to like last episode. Also, season finale. So maybe you should just listen. Because we're not just going to only talk about sex and sex stories. We're going to talk about like emotional shit. Because I got some emotional shit for y'all ass. Don't worry. The last whole story I'm going to tell... You know what? I'm still like 50 50 if I'm going to tell the story. So <laughs> rock with us it. to the end and see if I tell this story because it is fucking traumatic. However, um, you don't have somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Girl, anyway, we're going to we're gonna get to, we, we might get to, we're going to see. We'll see how we feeling once we get a couple of these in. Um, do you want to start? Do you want me to start? We're going to you Okay, so I'll start. Um, this is a whole story that happened quite recently, as in Wednesday, like <laughs> this past Wednesday. It's Sunday, y'all. <laughs> um, and basically, like so many of my whole stories, met on Tinder, mm-hmm. and we're like talking and shit. And so I have this. We were talking about things that we, like, you know, absolute no's for you. And one of mine is, like, I try not to sleep with guys who have, like, a fat fetish or BBW lovers and all of that shit. Because it's always, I'm a, like, this is the thing. The sex is never not good. It's always good. However, then you're, like, then you have to deal with somebody who's, like, fetishizing you and infatuated with you. And not you. It's like literally, it could be anybody else. I just need your body. And it's like, yeah, that's weird. it's like, yeah, it's gross. I'm filling in right now. Yeah, like, whatever. But so, like, I start talking to this dude. And like, when we first start talking, I wish I had my phone with me in here, but I don't. Anyway, he was just like, the first thing this man said to me, no, first he was like, hey, he was like, hi, I really like your pictures. You are so beautiful. And I was like, thanks. Side, side note. Niggas. <laughs> Stop telling women that you think are not conventionally attractive, but you are attracted to, that they're beautiful and expecting them to go head over fucking heels. Mm-hmm. I know I'm fine as hell. Like, nigga, yeah. first of all, look at me. And clearly you did. You know I'm fine as hell. So you have to know that I'm not the... You are... There is no way that you could literally think that you're the only person that finds me attractive. I know you don't feel that way because the immediate next thing that niggas usually say to me, oh, I bet you got a lot of hoes. I bet a bunch of people tell Like, yes, they do. Yep. Every single, everybody tells me how pretty I am. Like, everybody. My best friend literally be like, bitch, sometimes you be doing shit and the only reason I don't snap off from you is because you're cute. If an ugly bitch is the same thing, we would have a problem. <laughs> Which is pretty friendly. <laughs> this is a podcast too. 
but back on track. So he's like, "Oh, you're so you know you're so beautiful." Blah blah. Say like, thanks. Yes. You know whatever. And I'm like, there's been so many conversations I've had on Tinder where like that's the end of the conversation. A nigga tell me that I'm pretty or that I'm beautiful or that I'm fine or whatever, and I say thank you. And like I guess I don't give them the right amount of thanks, <laughs> and they're just like, "Oh fuck, this bitch I ain't talking to her no more." I'm like, okay. But he was like, I bet he was like, I could eat you up. Ew. But I, like, and Tinder does this thing now where they're like saying, "There's like this message seems inappropriate." <laughs> I love that shit. <laughs> it was like, "Are you okay with this?" And I was like, honestly, I had just had a conversation with a nigga who was like, like the first thing he was like, "Man, I love BBWs. I want to know what you taste like." And I was like, "Yes," and unmatched. But I was like, you know what? Oh no, I'm gonna rock with this one. You know, sometimes I just like feel like fucking with the bullshit sometimes. <sighs> and I was like, no. <laughs> um. And it's like, so we're like, I was like, oh, really? And he was like, uh, why are you really insecure, my nigga? <laughs> but he was like, yeah, I, he was like, I, he was like, I'm gonna give you a, he was like, I would give you a booty massage. And then he was like, eat your pussy from a, from the back. And then we can spark up. And he's like, then we can light a blunt together. Mm. And I was like, mm. I'm smoke crack. <laughs> he said a blunt. <laughs> he said, um, and I was just like, no, 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 that's not what he said. First, he was like, I'll eat you up. And I was like, oh, really? And what else? And then he said that. And then I was like, hmm, sounds fun. And he was like, so what you doing right now? And I was like, well, actually, right now, I'm in bed. Going to, like, I, It was like, this was Monday night that he was texting me, and I had work Tuesday. And I was like, well, I'm in bed, and I'm a, I was like, I'm going to bed, getting ready for work tomorrow. And he was like, we've been texting for like 15 minutes. Um, Wait a minute. <laughs> He was like, you could have, he was like, if you was going to go to sleep, you could have been asleep. He was like, you should just come over. I was like, well, first of all, if we were going to link, you're coming to me. I don't travel for dick. No. Nope. Second of all, I was like, I cannot come tonight and I'm not coming tomorrow night because I don't get off work until nine. So I'm not trying to fuck after that. I was like, I was like, when are you free? He was like, well, if you can't come tonight, the next time I'm free is Wednesday. And I was like, well, look at that. Me too. I will see you Wednesday. He was like, but damn, we could, I was like, I'm not going to see you tonight. And like that was it. No, <laughs> like really be on that. And you like you still was like going against my rules of bitch. I'm gonna come to something with you. But whatever. So Wednesday comes and I hit him up because what what time did I hit him up? It was probably like four ish. Now this is me being trash, trash thing of the week mm-hmm. because um we'll get to that part mm-hmm. anyway. So he kind of like so I'm texting. The thing is, is like I, was, I also started talking to this other dude on Tinder, and we had like already like said like he was like, oh, I'm looking for a friends with benefits situation. And I was like, oh, I was like, I'm down with that. I was like, the only thing is, niggas usually don't understand the friendship part of a friends with benefits. What they want is somebody they can fuck on call. And yes. I was like, I'm not. That shit right there. I was. I, that's a mood. Niggas <laughs> need to understand friends with benefits actually means friends with. <laughs> like I'm not just a piece of pussy on call, and he was like, "No, I." Re-. He was like, "No, that's what I want too." He was like, "I basically." He was like, "He he was actually very honest." He was like, "Basically, what I want is a relationship without the title and without the monogamy." And I was like, "Same, bro. I'm here." And I was like, "He was like, I don't mind like hanging out and going on dates." And I was like, "All of this sounds real good." I was like, "Let's see but what happens." I was like, "Let's see how it ha- what happens." You know, <clears throat> if we ever actually link up. So he hits me up Wednesday too, and I'm texting Phil. First, the dude were the friends with benefits dude, his name is Will. The uh fetish dude, his name is Caleb. <laughs> they both well, Will hit me up 
Wednesday and I hit Caleb up Wednesday because I was like, looky, looky, it's Wednesday. And niggas was talking about eating pussy and smoking me out. So I'm hitting him up and this other dude hit me up. So I'm texting them both at the same time because I'm like, oh, you know, one of these niggas going to fall through, right? Yeah. And so like I'm talking to Will and he was like, oh, what's your number? And I was like, I gave it to him assuming, like I'm assuming he had an iPhone. Turns out he didn't. He was like, you can't get calls. And I was like, no, I was like, just text me. He was like, I did. And I was like, oh, you don't got an iPhone. <laughs> I can't get your like, and I didn't, I didn't say anything else. I was just like, oh, you know, whatever. I didn't even say, oh, you don't have an iPhone thing. I just, I know that that's the thing. And he was like, well, I'm on my way. What's your address? So I give him my address. And I was on like, your way? He was like, I'm going to be on my way. I, you know, I'll give you address. I know, but like, what about Caleb? So I'm talking to Caleb, and Caleb is like, the thing is, for whatever reason, his, me- I'm not sure if it was like he was on bad Wi-Fi. I know my, when I was like I was talking to, when we were talking on Tinder I was getting his shit right away and like you know whatever but when he started messaging me on my phone it was like he, I would get like 10 messages from him all at once and he'd be like what's up you playing like all this other shit I'm just like this nigga but turns out like but I do know that that can happen if like you're he's if he has a bad signal mm-hmm. then like he'll be sending me messages and I'm not like, getting them mm-hmm. and then like when I do get them I'm getting them all at once mm-hmm. And so, like, I'm getting his message. Like, the thing is, like, while all of this is happening, I was like, well, bitch, I'm fucking somebody today, clearly. So I hop in the shower. So, like, I'm getting, like, he's also texting me while I'm in the shower and shit. And I'm like, not even getting up. Why did he just call you? So, like, he's doing all of this, and he's, like, asking me questions. I was like, man, why do I feel like this nigga might be sending me off a little bit? And so, Caleb. I was like, I feel like Caleb might be sending me off a little bit. So I was like, FaceTime me. He was like, oh, no, because the thing that, that made me feel like he was sending me off is he was like, okay, I'm. He asked me to send him a picture that wasn't on my on my um, Tinder, and I was like, "Yeah, send me one too." So we sent picture, pictures. I was like, "Okay, checks out, whatever." And then he was like, "Okay, I'm on my way." This man lives, according to Tinder, lives three miles away from me, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Well, I live on 79th too." I he was like, "I'll be there in like ten minutes." Cool. That's enough time for me to go in the shower, you know, wash all my naughty places, go across my cooter with a sh- with a razor, you know, tighten everything up because like I shave pretty regularly. Yeah. Sorry. I know. <laughs> um, I shave my cooter pretty regularly, so I'm just like you know, spot checking. You know, anywhere you got a little extra fuzzy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Ten minutes go by, and I'm like, this nigga's still not here. And I'm like, where you at? And he was like, in traffic on 79th Street, Facetime me because I was like, this sounds like you're not gonna come. <laughs> so he was like, okay, hold on in a second. Mm-hmm. So, but while this happens, Will tells me he's downstairs. <laughs> We love the on-time nigger. <laughs> so he's like, I'm downstairs. No, he, like, first he texted me, he was like, you can't get calls. And I was like, no. And he was like, I'm, well, I'm downstairs. I'm like, shit. So this is the trash thing. I unmatched from Will. <laughs> you unmatched from Will? Mm-hmm. Why? That's the nigga that was downstairs. That's the nigga that's one of the friends with benefits. That's the nigga who wasn't Caleb. Wait a minute. I'm offended. Wait a minute. I feel like this is a, this is a twilight moment when she chose Edward. Like, what? moment y'all i feel bad for will he downstairs the phone line on he probably like this damn bitch a fucking catfish oh where will so wait I come on like i'm sorry my nigga she did you dirty okay try trash. Trash. trash it's oh, all trash God. it's all trash i'm i'm sure this nigga like i ain't never talking to another bitch on tinder but wait 
So, like, I am matched for him, but I look at my window because I'm like, this is never going to And I see him, like, walking past my gate, like, trying to make sure he got the right address. And I was like, just let him in. Oh, what am I going to pass? Oh, just let him in. Why did you come well, in? Why did you let him in? Because right when he told me he was downstairs, Caleb did FaceTime me. And he was, like, in the car. He was like, I'm in an Uber. I'm on my way. And I was like, okay, so why this is the other thing. So, when I talked to Will... When I talked to Will that day, when he hit, so I told you, Will hit me up, I hit Caleb up. Will hit me up, and he was like, I need some head. So, like, oh, I just, first of all, before we get on Will's side, I was trash for ghosting him, absolutely. Okay, okay, okay. But he had hit me up, and he was like, I need some head. And I was like, so what am I getting out of this? And he was like, uh, he was like, what do you want? I was like, I want some head, too. And he was like, 69. I was like, sure. And, like, so that was our conversation. But he originally hit me up on some, oh, I want my dick suck kind of thing, and I didn't oh, like that. Okay. I mean, I can feel, I can feel that. But, okay, but you definitely set this up like I was on Will's side from the get show. <laughs> but I mean, granted, I'm on no nigga side, I'm on your side, and I got you back to Kyra Brack. But I'm just like, I was rooting and mentally for Will, and I didn't realize how much I was rooting for the nigga until you said you a match for him. I was just like, wait, this is turning up a fence. And also, I remember you talking about Caleb today, so I'm like, that nigga stayed around. I feel like it's like when they show you that movie oh, yeah. before, it's like, and you're like, how the fuck they got there? And you're like, oh! <laughs> So yeah, like that was like the that that, is, that like also I forgot to mention that, but yeah, he he hit me up on like some slight fuck nigga shit, and I was just like, see, this is what I meant by the you want pussy yeah. on call kind of thing. You're not like, oh, let's chill and like see what happens and get each other's vibes or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, so then right. but yeah, fa- but Caleb Facetimed me while this nigga was saying he was downstairs, and I was like, you got a choice to make, Liana, and I was like, well, I made a choice. <laughs> yeah. I could I really should have been like, yo, my bad. Turns out I double booked. And I was started to say that, but I was like, I don't really want to say that. Like, that's not really how I'm feeling. Yeah. So you like watch him leave. Yeah. But so Kayla, I face me and Kayla FaceTime each other. He told me he was on his way or whatever. And so like I get on FaceTime with him and I'm still waiting. Like I had already gotten the shower, moisturized, and you know, threw on some joggers and a t-shirt. Like, so, you know, when he ever whenever he got there. And I'm like waiting. I'm like, damn. I was like, this one's just my luck. This is fucking karma in effect right now. I am finna get ghosted by this Caleb nigga. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, like, you know what? I heard when the, the I didn't. He. What am I saying? I believe Will took the bus to my house, and so I was like, you know what? Maybe if I go outside and I act like I'm looking for him, and I see him at the bus stop, and he see me, I could be like, oh my bad, so sorry, I got matched for you by accident, mm-hmm. and like go back through with it, like doing that. But, okay, so my phone is off right now. I'm not sure if I can make that clear. Phone is off. So I go outside with my phone, though, because I can get a little bit of the Wi-Fi signal in front of my building. But if you walk away from my building, you can't get it anymore. And I walk to the corner, like, looking at the bus stop. There's nobody at either, nobody at either bus stop. I'm like, okay, whatever. Get back in my house. And Caleb was like, what happened? Where are you at? I'm downstairs. And I'm outside. He was How like. How you actually was outside? I was just looking. That's what I was like. I was just outside. And I was like, I was. So I texted him. I was like, I was just outside. I didn't see you. And so he FaceTimes me again, and he was like, um, I was like, where are you? He was like, I'm by the alley. And I was like, well, come to the gate. And I was like, I'll come down and get you. No, I was like, I'll buzz you up. He was like, no, come downstairs. He's like, I want to make sure you like look like a Christian. I was like, bitch, and you see me, nigga? I mean, you know, I could easily be some bitch with an iPhone. It's like, yeah, like, bitch, shut up. <laughs> Whatever. I'm not even pressed over that part. I'm just so happy that I'm getting some dick from somebody because I'm like, at least I didn't play myself out of dick completely. Yeah, that, that, was, a, that was a dicey choice. That was, it was. It was like it was so dicey, and I was like, the whole time, even when we was like 
coming like I went downstairs and all that muffin shit and like while we were like walking up to my house like walking up to my apartment I'm just like you, you gonna get your comeuppance today <laughs> like I wholeheartedly did feel bad like Will if you are listening on the off chance I am truly sorry we can absolutely link up I will come to you you can do this shit to me oh my god like that's no you can't nigga cause I'll find you what he look like <laughs> I mean I don't know I'm messed <laughs> <laughs> fucking none but I say all of this to say so we get upstairs right get upstairs he immediately started rolling the weed which i love i love when niggas offer up shit and then they get there and they're not like trying to i you know beat around the bush I had a nigga offer me pizza we gotta tell about that story next so keep going yeah like you know don't offer shit and be like oh, if you want like no nigga came upstairs he was like you got an ashtray where can i break i was like oh we rolling the weed right away cool so he's like rolling weed and shit and he was like um he asked me did i have something to eat okay he was like, it's something to eat around here. I was like, it's a jerk place, it's a McDonald's, it's a Subway. He was like, what you want to eat? And I was like, oh, jerk place. Was <laughs> Give me all three. I got leftovers. No, I was like, oh, I was like, I like the jerk place. He was like, okay. Um, so he's like, he finished rolling. He rolls, he rolled two blunts, bitch. I'm expecting to get, I'm thinking we finna smoke a blunt. He was like, well, I want you to be able to, this nigga, I want you to be able to smoke while I eat you out. He got a fantasy. He needs to go. He wanted to remake. I don't give a fuck. So he's like, he finished rolling the blunts. He was like, okay, let's go get the food. Go to the jerk place. Oh, yeah, both go. yeah, we both went. We go to the jerk. We walk to the jerk place. I order um whatever dinner. You know, get a dinner with two sides, all that shit. He orders his food. Get back to my house. We come back. He was like, niggas always. I don't, first of all, again, side note, niggas come up with more creative ways to get a bitch naked. He was like. You got a lot of clothes on. You know how. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Why you talking? Get your. It's hot in here. Looking at. I was like, oh, you want me to turn the air down? You want me to turn the air up some more? You petty. What we well, learned is from today is Oyama is the pettiest person. <laughs> I was like, you want me to turn the air back on? I was like, I can turn the fan on too. And he was like, I mean, yeah, I guess that's cool. Because. <laughs> Why was he not bold enough to just be like, nah, baby, I just want you naked. Like, whatever. You have already gotten this far. You've already gotten this far. You are two blunts and two meals deep in. You might as well, like, you know, spit your lips. Say what you're here for. Anyway, whatever. So, like, I turn the air up and I turn the fan on. And, like, when I'm, like, when I, like, I, like, I'm, I'm giving him the opportunity to be bold. So, like, I lean over him when I'm taking, turning the air down, like, well, Technically, I'm turning the temperature on the air down, but, you know, turning the air up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he was like, I'm bent over. Like, I'm leaning over him, so, like, my butt's in his face. And he, like, so he starts, like, rubbing on him. And he's like, take these off, because niggas. <laughs> okay, well, at least he, you know, he went ahead and spoke his mind. <laughs> because, baby, I feel like putting your ass in front of niggas is, like, a sure way of being like, you know, you guys gonna take this a charge or not, you know? Yeah, if he wasn't gonna take charge, I probably would've just ate and smoked and been cool with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you still uh, got some. Yeah, I was like, I, I got them. We probably we were like talking and having conversation and shit. So it's not like it was a, I would've been like, cool, we homies. <laughs> yeah, we, we friends. <laughs> no benefits. <laughs> well, I got the benefits. So I'm saying, uh, I wasn't blunt, right? But, so he like takes my pants off. Well, I took my pants off or whatever, and he was like, oh, he's like, can you bend over and let me see it? And so, like, I do. 
this nigga starts eating my ass shit. Oh, like, wow. oh my God. Starts eating my ass like right away. And he's like, that motherfucker tastes good. I'm like, oh wow. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. I ain't never heard a nigga say your ass tastes good. Girl, like, yes. I know. It just seems like a weird concept because it just tastes like ass. I don't eat ass. I'm sorry. I haven't eaten ass. But yeah, so he like starts eating my ass and then he starts fingering me and I'm like, whoa there. Wait a second, Johnny. And I was like, light up one first. He was like, actually, he was like, he handed, he was like, actually lay down. He told, so I lay down on my bed. He hands me a blunt and a lighter. And he was like, then he take this nigga takes his shirt off, gets on his knees, and is like, like grabs, like grabs like my thighs, like pulls me to me. And like just starts eating the fuck out of my coochie. Like, yeah. wow. Like niggas going bananas. You made a million dollar choice today. <laughs> I was like, the whole time I was like, that nigga will wasn't gonna do shit for me. Ooh, that's so crazy. And I, I I'm sorry I doubted you. <laughs> I'm sorry I uh did not expect you had the balls and you had the right to understand your own path. Um Sorry, Will. I rebuke my hug. And <laughs> you just wasn't the one today, you know? Everybody, you know, you just didn't get your name called by Tyra today. It's okay, baby. It's, it's okay. You, you still have a bright future, I'm You know, sure. Wendy, what's up? Wendy Harlow, you know, she came to be like a supermodel now. Exactly. But she didn't win America's Next Time Model. <laughs> and it's okay. <laughs> just wasn't your day, boo. But, yeah, so he starts eating me out and, like, like this nigga, and he, you know, there were niggas who will eat you out and like for the first five minutes be like going crazy and then I'm like bitch you didn't come yet this nigga was like you know kept the temp like and he also wasn't trying like I know a lot of niggas like try to be fast and shit like this nigga kept a steady tempo and like so he know how to get yes fast. and then like I was like grinding my face like against it like again I mean my pussy my my face I was grinding my pussy against his face and like so he started matching my tempo with like why he was fingering me and shit like you know like and that nigga Right, right, and like just, I can see why he was trying to make sure he was the per- right person to give his, you know, skills <laughs> to. He was like, "Hey, hey, I have in mind who I'm giving this to." Yeah, you ain't that like, shorty. I dreamed about this shit. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's just not it for me, my guy. But uh, you were hurt, and he was him, and it, it happened. It was so good. So he made me come like that first, and he was like, then he, t- he was like, oh, he was like, your pussy tastes so good. He was like, it's so juicy. He was like. Can I? He was like, can I? Uh, he was like, can I hit? And I was like, yes, nigga, you can, absolutely. So strap up. He gets into the pussy. He's like, oh, you didn't tell me it was gonna feel like this. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> the dick was good. Like I, the, mm-hmm. I liked both. I liked both separately. If you, you told me I only had to have dick or head from him, I probably would take the head. But. Like this whole like so he like we had sex he came did you <coughs> not the first time we had sex um <coughs> we had sex he came his dick was nice it wasn't like super long but it was nice and girthy and it was probably like six and a half inches so it wasn't short either but it was good um he really liked all the tricks and shit that I like was he asked me he was like do you have any tricks and stuff you know how to do it and I was like oh my not God. really that would be so daunting for me <laughs> that was we're gonna get to it but. <laughs> But you know, I was like making it clap and twerking a little bit on the dick. Okay. Okay. He, well, I can do that. Yeah. Like, you That's know, not he, tricks though. Niggas be saying tricks. So I'll be like, so what girl, do you want me to do exactly? Like, I think you asked me to, like, do, like, I want you to do tricks. And I'm like, so you want me to, like, I don't know, do a circus do on a your dick? Like, I'm, confused, I'm confused. Split on the dick? Like, I, I, I completely under, not understand me as what a trick is. 
Like these are basic shit. Twerk of a dick. Like, but on. niggas, I, you know what? Something I'm gonna get to later on in the podcast is that niggas really do have sex based off porn. Mm. And so if you could just do the shit that you see in porn, they're like, oh, bitch, you're amazing. One of the things I liked about him though is like I love kissing during sex. I like, you know, being able to look at you and touch you. Oh, different person or sex with I'm hearing. Because bitches don't like people touching. No, they don't like kissing. <laughs> All of a sudden. But like during sex, like, come on, nigga, we we here. We both naked, we both touching. He's like, let's get into it. You want all of it. And so like he also, like, I know a lot of niggas don't kiss and kiss when they fuck. Unless they're like, you know, they, they have to have a certain amount. Like, and you know what? I might be going to say, like, you're allowed to set whatever boundaries during sex that you want. And if you have to feel a certain way about a person to kiss them, that's your business. However, I like to kiss during sex. And I feel like if you can put your whole tongue inside my vagina, then bitch, you can put your whole tongue inside my mouth. I feel that. Um, <laughs> and so he also like kissing. And I know a lot of niggas don't kiss during sex because people don't kiss in porn. Mm-hmm. And so. I think so Continue. Oh my God, we'll get to it. Keep going. Okay. Whoa, I just talked about something. Go ahead. Oh my God, keep going. I want to hear this. Okay, so I'm going to wrap this up. But yeah, when basically, like, yeah, we fucked. And then (laughs) we're like, we we fucked. And this, first of all, shout out to him. Because not only did the dick stay hard and long, but he could go, he could go a round and then continue to go rounds mm-hmm. so it's not like because i've also had sex with niggas who can go rounds with them bitches be three minutes each yeah <laughs> like, nigga, that's just, like not a round that's one round <laughs> but like the first like we were probably having sex for a good 15 minutes for the first round which is like more than enough for me like actually towards the end i was like i wish you would fucking come because mm-hmm. wow i'm tired but like we finished and then, like, he's, like, sitting there chilling and shit. And I was like, well, let me hit him with a razzle-dazzle. Oh, so. Exactly. <laughs> yes. 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 So, I, like, love doing that shit in front of niggas. They be like, they love it. Love it. And, like, I could tell that, like, like I said, based off the conversations that I had had with him. And, like, even while we were having sex, he was like, yeah, this is, like, if I showed up in one of your modeling things. Using your dressing room, I'll come. Like he had, like he. This nigga clearly yeah. had a fantasy. He had a fantasy he for y'all. That is so funny. <laughs> He's like your modeling thing. You gotta, you gotta shoot that nigga down real quick afterwards. Be like, yeah, that was good for him. <laughs> I'm not gonna say that. You know what? I actually did fuck up one of his fantasies. He was like, yeah, this is like if I met you in the club at party. You, you go to parties, don't you? And I was like, no. And then he said the modeling thing, and I was like, oh, this is clearly a fantasy. This nigga yeah. has cultivated. My bad. Unless <laughs> <laughs> you have it. You don't say, I mean, you say no during sex. You want to say no. But when it comes to fantasies and shit, I, I didn't really like, get that sort of, I was. I, I didn't get that the first time, but like I got when it. When they talk to you scenarios, I'm like, I see what it's going on. Oh, I, I definitely didn't see that at first. But like when he did the second one, I was like, yeah, you're going to come in my dressing room. And he was like, yeah, we're going to lock the door and nobody going to know. They're going to be asking you where you at. I'm like, whatever, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> He gave him some hair and I was like, this nigga was like, oh, you met. He was like, oh, I love the way you talking to that dick. I'm like, talking to the dick. I mean, that nigga ad-libs and like for a push button. Like, I love the way you talk to it. Yo, he was so audible and I loved it. Like, that's another shit. It's like, that's a, I was talking to, um, I think I was talking to Helen and I was like, having sex with him made me realize how much. Like, I've, I've had good sex before, and I was like, all the times, like, all the best sex I've ever had is, like, when niggas are, like, 
happy to touch me everywhere or happy like they're like not happy but like just willing to do those things and they want to do them i'm not like guiding them to and i was like this was like a culmination of all the best sex that i've had was just this one person and i was like one of the reasons i was like part of, i was like i like I, I stand by this all the best sex i've had has been with niggas who fetishize me mm-hmm. and it's be and like i feel like this was like the perfect amount of it though mm-hmm. i feel like this nigga fetishized me in a way that like oh like he i think he absolutely was like your body is everything to me but i also think that like it was in a way like i i really this nigga yeah, like he had like not only did he have a fantasy but like after we were like you know Finally, not finally done because we went two more rounds after that. But after we, you know, caught our breath and ate our food and smoked the rest of the weed and like was kind of just chilling and vibing with each other, he was like, "I'm so surprised that you even swiped on me." He was like, and then he was like, "I thought I fucked up because I was really." He was like, "I thought I fucked up when I texted you when I was texting you Monday because you really wasn't on that with me." He was like, "I thought you probably just didn't want to talk to me no more." And he was like, "So when you hit me up, he was like, I had to." He was like, "I actually had to get one of my homies." He was like, "I had to get my homie." the money for my Uber so I can get here. He was like, that's what was taking me so long. He was like, that's why you asked me where, where I was at. He was like, I had to hurry up and try to get him to order the Uber for me because oh. I didn't want you to think that I wasn't going to come. Oh my God. Like, this nigga who clearly was like, not to be like smelling my own shit, but like a fan. Yeah. He was like, I need to smell your shit, girl. It smells good. But like, clearly like on some fan shit, like, God, I'm just so happy to be here. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he did, that's why he did his best. He was like excited to put everything. I just, it was so good. Caleb, shout out to you, Caleb. Right? It was so good. It was that is a perfect amount of feathers. It was like the perfect amount of fetishization. We 69. This nigga, like, when I tell the head was so good. The dick was good too. He eventually made me come with the dick too. This nigga made me squirt. I've only squirted twice. With like two different, like one time was with Aaron, and like the last time me and Aaron had sex, girl, that shit was good too. But also, it was like the same thing. This nigga, like when I the last time I fucked Aaron, he was like, you know, doing all this kissing and sucking on my neck and sucking on my titties and shit. And like, not that when I have sex with Aaron, it's not good. It's just very like we are here to have sex. Mm-hmm. And like this time, this nigga, I was like, yo, listen, this bro. Speaking of a time where I got the best foreplay, like for me. Yeah, I don't know this. I don't really talk about sex on here. Let's talk about relationship. Yeah. Shit. But like, as you can see from my need for intimacy, <laughs> I also need that during sex. <laughs> so like, I'm a, my physical touch is my top, one of my top Same. love languages. And so when it comes to sexual experience, I need all the foreplay for me to be wet and for sometimes for me to come during foreplay. Like, I can come more likely from foreplay than actual sex. Um, so, I... Tinder. Tinder is the best place, y'all, to get dick or, you know, your, you know, heartbroken. You know, either or, you know, depending on what you're looking for. Both. You know, sometimes both. And this is the time for both. And so, well, not heartbroken. Okay, let's get into it. Okay, so, this nigga, I don't even remember his name. I legitimately don't remember his name. Okay, well, that's not important. So, I go to his house, he's like, link up, whatever, and I can't remember how we end up linking up or something. But I go to his house, take the bus to this nigga house, like, a very rare situation for me because I don't leave the house to go see a nigga. I don't think I've ever have beyond this one moment. Maybe that's why I fucked up. <laughs> but <laughs> if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Basically. And so, like, he's like, oh, um, we talking, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And he lives in, um, like, a 47th in King Drive. So I'm like, okay, that's not too much to see a nigga. <laughs> <laughs> If you, and I'm like, that's no, not if you see me, like, okay, he's repeating it. No, but that's not too far for me. And I also felt like leaving my house. I didn't want to fuck in my house because I haven't had sex in my house 
since my last relationship mm-hmm. and just in a way I just felt like it was tainted. Mm-hmm. Like so I was like, let me just leave and like maybe sex would be better and like situations would be better. And also he seemed like he was cool as fuck. We had conversed for like an hour or something. Like, an hour yeah. and a half on on FaceTime. So it was like we chatted, he was cool, it was fine. And so I'm like, okay, cool. Let's like we're gonna hang out. That was this consensus that we're gonna hang out. And then I was like, well, you know, if we if something happens, then it happens. But I'm not looking for sex, you know, like I'm very much like I said that multiple times. I was like, if anything, I'm looking to hang out because I'm just bored right now. I just have an off day that I've not planned on having. Mm-hmm. And so, like, <laughs> um, so I go to his house. And we, like, his place is, like, kind of hoardery. Like, it has a foosball table with, like, stuff on stacked onto it. It's kind of like a studio, but not a studio. It looks like the bottom stairs of an actual house. Um, like a loft kind of situation. Yeah, yeah. Open space. it's an open space. We have that steel like that's part where the door will be mm-hmm. like in section off a bedroom. And so I'm like, okay, this is really messy, but like I can't. Nobody can talk, you know. You know, it didn't seem like dirty. It just seemed messy. Yeah. And so like I was like, okay, I can fuck in here. And so like going to the room area, and it's actually clean. So I'm like, okay, maybe he was on my shit. And be like, we just have one essential place that's fucked up. And I'm like, I feel that. And so, um. We, I had my camera with me. He was like asking me questions about the camera, blah, blah, blah. That's fine. I'm taking a photo of him. And um, okay, I'm so, I took a photo of him, whatever. I'm going to get to there. And so uh, I took a photo of him to show him like how the camera works. They have a film camera. And so I was showing him how the film camera works, blah, blah, blah. We, you know, small talk. Get into the bedroom. And I'm like sitting on the edge of the bed. Like, Very classic. <laughs> yeah. Very classic. And I'm like, because there's nowhere else to sit. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to sit up here. And then mind you, he had... Talked about before this, I was like, "Oh, cool. We can like as long as you have snacks at your crib, I'm cool to come over your crib." Yeah. And he's like, "Okay, even I'll do you one better. I'll make you dinner." Blah blah blah. And I'm like, "Okay." Like he's like, "Oh, what do you want to eat?" I'm like, "I'm vegetarian." Blah blah. blah. He's like, oh, "Cool." He's like, "Give me like things you gonna put on the menu." And I'm like, "Oh, this seems so energetic." But like, I'm like, "Okay, I just want a snack." <laughs> and so, and then he caught. We done with Facetime call. I hang up. I'm about to be in the shower. And he calls me back, and I'm like, what the fuck? And so he calls me back, he's like, hey, actually, I'm just thinking about it now. I don't want to cook, mm-hmm. um, but can I just order pizza instead? Mind you, I'm like, okay, cool, as long as it's just cheese, I'm only like, he's yeah. like, okay, where do you want to get it from? I'm like, it's Italian Fiesta on 47th in um, Lake Park. Yeah. So just order from there, and then just get yeah. delivery. As long as you have cash, you're good. He's like, oh, I don't have cash. I'm like, okay, well, then order from any other food. The fucking one on fifth thirty fifth Domino's. I was like, you got options, nigga, figure it out. And so, um I was like, I just want snacks, is what I'm like. I was like, um You said pizza. Yeah, so and so uh I'm like, okay, mind you. He's like, okay, cool, I wanna get the pizza. And I'm like, okay. And so I get there and bitch, I'm like, okay, I'm like where's the pizza? Like, I'm like, what the food at? And he's like Oh, I was gonna order when you got here, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm here. And so, like, and then he just like asks me a question about something else and like throws it off, and I'm like, in my head, I'm like, so does he ain't gonna order pizza? Like, in my head, I'm here for pizza. Like, fuck him, where the pizza? At? And so I'm like, all right, whatever, fuck it. You know, I'm not gonna get food today, and like, I don't, I'm already not feeling you because you lured me, you like, not lured me, I was already coming, but then you made it. You lied. Yeah, you lied for no fucking reason. <laughs> And so he's like, Oh, you know, come close so you can relax onto the bed, blah, blah, blah. I would relax if I was full. 
I need to say that wasn't even bold enough. But <laughs> so I'm like, okay, so I'm like, okay, cool. Let's I lay on the bed, whatever. And um he's like, I'm on the other side of the bed. Like it's a I, mean, I think it's like a full size bed. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I still made it away from on the other side of the bed, not touching him, watching the TV, because we were watching this movie. Actually it was like Tina, I can't remember what it was. Um but we watching this movie or whatever. I think Denzel Washington was in it shit. And so he's like, no, come closer, you know, let's cuddle, I want to cuddle, blah, blah, blah. And so I'm like, I fucking, I love a good cuddle, you know, intimacy. And so I'm like, but I'm like, I go, I'm not trying to fuck, <laughs> is what I say. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm just chilling, you know, I don't really, I'm not in the mood to fuck. I'm like, I'm hungry, nigga. <laughs> and so um, we start cuddling, whatever, and it's like cool, and I'm, you know, pushing up on him, you know, push the ass up on him, bring it back, back, back. And he's like, Man, you playing? You know, niggas are just stupid. Like, oh, you like you like trying to like kiss or whatever. And I'm like, I'm not really like no, no nigga. And so like, but then after a while, he's like doing this. He's like starting on this full ass body rub. And I'm like, well, shit, pussy is wet. <laughs> like, and it's like when I like a, a booty rub that I didn't even know I needed, and it was like. And it was, it was like kisses on, it was just a lot of great intimacy that I was like, yes, I am like feeling all of this. Mm-hmm. And then he gets on top and starts grinding on me. And I'm like, yes, bitch. But like, and I, I don't know why, but I do like, I don't, I like clitoral stimulation yeah. versus um, dick or whatever, just in um, penetration. And so rubbing on my clit with a dick and I'm like, yes. Keep going so I can go. And so, um, and so all of this is happening, whatever. And then um, I loved it, like genuinely loved it. Granted, though, I have these pants on that are like fuzzy and whatever. And so, like, you keep, keep rubbing on it, and the fuzzes come off on the inside. And so, like, because it's like fuzz all through, it's not yeah. like real pants or anything. Oh, and so, like, the fuzzes, I'm pretty, I'm like, I'm pretty sure these fuzzes are all in my pussy right now. And so, but I'm like, all right, whatever. And so I'm like down there, ready to go. And this nigga tries to pull my pants off to, um, you know, fuck. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa! I was, I was getting there right here. Like we don't need to fuck in my head. I'm like, keep going back where we were going. And then he's like, oh, you playing? I'm like, yes, I am. Like, can you, can we can still like chill? And then later on between, I'm like. He gets up, whatever, and starts being on You know, I got a long day tomorrow. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, this that. So you can go type shit. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to get my nut at this point. At this point, I'm like, I'm so horny. It's like I physically feel myself. My body is like craving for the nut. Like, I know I should know what pussy stands. Like, the body, like, I don't know if you ever feel, have the feeling of being so horny that you feel it all throughout. And it's like, you were so close to the nut, and it's like, granted, that is kind of like something I like the way sex works. Yeah. For me, I like it being so close and then like taken away, and then being I like it if it's like done a couple of times and I finally get yeah. it. But I was like, oh, we did it like twice at this point. And I'm like, if I don't like actually just fuck, I'm probably gonna get my nut. And so I'm like, all right, come on. Like, and I pull him in, I'm like, and I'm like, oh, come back. <laughs> Real niggas again. And so when I tell you, he gets in, uh, granted. I didn't fuck with a condom because I didn't. I was like, he was like, I gotta go and get one, and so I'm like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I've definitely, unfortunately, been there. But like, I'm like, I don't really care for you to look for one. I just kind of want the dick, 
And so like right now. Like and so right I'm now. like, you know, I'm good. You good? <laughs> Very unsafe. Don't do that, y'all. <laughs> I love those moments when niggas be like, man, I gotta go buy a condom and y'all just kinda like look at each other like <laughs> we ain't no fucking love to sure. And when I tell you in the pussy for like a nano of a second, like maybe a couple, two strokes even, he's like, he makes this noise. It's like, you know how niggas like, oh, like not even, it's like a through the, like the body, you know? Y'all probably both were at the same peaks so, of bitch. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> and so, and so in the pussy for like two seconds, it feels like, maybe like two minutes. And pulls out and like, you know, oh shit, I just nutted. And I was a little vibe, nuts coming out. Right. And I'm like, nigga, you probably maybe a minute, like a couple strokes. When I say a couple of strokes, he's like, damn, the pussy was too good. I'm like, nigga. Blue. And I'm like, I could have just left here. I could have just, I didn't even need this. Like, like this pissed me off more than I already was. Like, and at that point, I was so dejected. Like, I was just like, yeah, I'm still horny. I still feel my body being like, yeah. I, uh, Granted, that's just your body being like, I need some nuts, like impregnate some yeah. shit. But like, felt amazing. And so I'm like, yeah, this is disappointing the fuck out of me. And I'm like, okay, well, you came, but I didn't come. So you don't give me head or not. <laughs> Bitch, where was this bonus for the pizza in the I beginning? Don't know. <laughs> it was the nut, bro. It was just like, uh uh-uh, uh, uh uh. I cared at that point more about my nut. I didn't wasn't hungry until I got on the bus on the way home. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> but I'm like, and he's like, uh, he's like laughing, and I'm like, nigga. Actually, you no. Know, right after the sex, I'm going to the bathroom to like wipe off whatever, because I was like super wet at that point. And so I'm like in the bathroom peeing, and I wipe off, and then and he comes to the bathroom, brings my pants in. I'm like, he's like, but but when I say he comes to the bathroom, like as if like your brother is trying to give you your shirt or something yeah. to the bathroom, so he don't want to see anything. And like I'm like, nigga, you were just inside of me, <laughs> raw yeah. at that. And so I'm like, okay, whatever. So I pick my pants up. I tell you the bathroom, wash my hands, blah, blah, blah. Pick my pants up. And I go into the room and I put the pants back on the bed. And I say, I didn't come. So am I getting, so can I get some hit? And so he's like, ah, ah, I mean. And I'm like, and at the first, I think he thought I was talking about giving him hit. Mm-hmm. And he was like, okay. And I was like, no, no, me, nigga. <laughs> he was like, Oh, now nah, I'm ain't trying to do that, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, wow. And I just sit on the bed. I'm like, well, I guess I'm here until, you know, you give me some head. And he's like, well, I'm, he's like, well, I'm about to go to Walmart. And I was like, yes, nigga. <laughs> and so at that point, I put my pants on and I just walked, I ordered an Uber and I walked out. No vibes or nothing. And then long story short, uh, he ended up blocking me. But at that point, I was like trying to figure out if he had nothing in me or not. Because mm-hmm. I had only seen like a, like, yeah, it was only a little bit, but it also felt like a little bit. But I was like, maybe he like did a little bit. Yeah. So like, so I was like, no, no, actually, I, I had texted him to like, did you not in me? And I realized I was blocked, and so I had to. I mean, I'm still, you know. But uh, yeah, I called him a bitch. Yeah. Cause he a bitch. But I'm just like, nigga, you ain't shit, bro. Cause you, we don't hear it consistent of being like we gonna chill and hang out and like he's also like, oh, you yeah. wanna fuck? And I'm like, okay, cool. At this point, I'm trying to fuck too. And then you don't even like, but it was just a lot. But I was just like. That was a goal of intimacy, though. So now I know, like, what I truly, duly want. Because I've had great um, foreplay before. Yeah. From, I think I told my last whole story that I had. I talked about that one. Um, 
But the reason I had a like a quinky nick moment earlier is because I just realized that I had so I have a new phone number, but it's like my old phone number, mm-hmm. and so um, the new phone number is off right now. Same situation with me and the other hand, but I have my other phone that is on, mm-hmm. and I remember this dude I was talking to. Remember, um, nigga from Indiana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he has my old phone number, my new, you know, the yeah, other yeah. phone. And I was like, oh, wait, what if he had tried to reach out through that phone number, but it's off, and he think I'm ignoring him. Oh, yeah. And I was like, ooh, I thought. But I was also like, what is the iPhone, though? So all my messages should go to that phone. Yeah, but if he's like trying to call me. Yeah, so I was like, if you try to call me, that's different. But I was also like, mm, you know, whatever. But also, the long story short, I'm probably going to hit him up after this. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was also some good <laughs> But, yeah. Um, I thought it was like all my whole stories are kind of sad. Like, and it ended up in like this weird, like, awkward moment of being like, damn, sis, you just got like. I, I don't know. I have, I'll tell you how, I don't know. You know what? I'm going to save it for the end, but why not go with the sad train? Mm-hmm. So, damn, there is, uh, I don't mean it like that, but. Mm-hmm. There's no real good way to start this kind of story. So I'm going to start with the end and then tell you how we got there. <laughs> a nigga peed in my mouth, y'all. Let it marinate. I'm going to the promo. Bitch, you better not. You better fucking not. Oh, we, I will stop talking right now. I swear to God. I... You. I, I won't even post that you shit. Post it. I won't. I'm like, mm, she funny. <laughs> yeah, we ain't no new episode. <laughs> I'm about to say the a nigga bleeped in my mouth. Nah, cause bitch, none of my mouth is whatever. I swallow cum. Nah. but I'm saying, but I'm like, no, I- no. You're not gonna use this experience to promote our podcast. You already know that would get views, <laughs> bitch. And I don't want it to. Yeah. <laughs> I want niggas to listen to this podcast and be like, double take. <laughs> A nigga pissed in her mouth. Um. Is so, that is it promo? Because you ain't say your Twitter. No. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you, Elizabeth? See, Elizabeth really just—I feel like she secretly be wanting me to look bad. She's like, I, don't. I just want to get people to fucking podcast by the way rate us five stars on apple podcast so more people can listen to this damn podcast and we want to get our clouds up so we can get sponsorship help black women all that um speaking of helping black women so like every good host story it started on tinder um so let me tell you about this whole entire night because this is a whole story for all fucking host stories i fucked three well I fucked two niggas, gave three niggas head, and only came with one of these people. But that shit ended in me having to take a plan B. So, (laughs) how about that? That can be the promo. Okay, I'll use that. That doesn't sound good. Okay, all right, all right. Yeah, she gave me something. Thank you. (laughs) Here we go. First nigga, his name is Vaughn. Match on Tinder. He hit me up. 
And the first thing he says is, hey, I'm not really looking for a relationship or even friends with benefits. I'm just looking for casual sex. He was like, you, he was like, you seem fine. Oh, he didn't say you seem fine. He was like, you fine. I think he, he didn't even say fine. He was like, you're so, he was like, you're really pretty and I want to fuck. He was cute. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm down with that. Like, honesty is always the best policy. Also, like, the fact that he understands those friends with benefits and fucking are two different things. Yeah. So he was like, I just want to, you know, come over and fuck. And I was like, okay, cool. When I was like, well, I am at home right now. You can slide on me. He No, he asked me, he was like, do you want to come to me or I come to you? And I was like, you can come to my house. I'm already at home and I'm chilling. Cool. So... We, so I'm like, he comes to my house about like, I'm going to say nine o'clock gets there. First thing, this nigga wasn't a catfish. He looks like his pictures, but mm-hmm. he's short, like shorter than me short. And I'm not tall. Well, and, I'm like, I mean, you fucked a couple short niggas. Yeah. But like, whatever, like the, the short thing wasn't like, it's like just one of those things where it's like, obviously this nigga didn't have his height in his bio. So you should have assumed that he would be short. And like when I go when I look, went back to look at his pictures, I was like, "Who's a short nigga?" I don't know why I assumed that you were taller. Whatever. Mm-hmm. So he gets he gets there, and like I am thinking that we're gonna be fucking, like you know, probably for a little bit of time, but we only go one round. The nigga like. So we're like standing, like basically what happens, he comes, when he got to my house, he was on the phone. Mm-hmm. And so he's like on the phone. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna finish up. Um, he was like, he, whoever he was on the phone with, he was like, yeah, I'm just finishing up with some work stuff right now. And then I'm um, <laughs> whatever. I'm finishing up with some work stuff and then I'm gonna be on my way. And I'm like, okay, whatever, nigga. So I'm like, in my, after I heard that, I was like, okay, so we won't be fucking that long. Cool. I'm thinking at least I'm gonna get a decent round out of it. Mm-hmm. So, cause he, I had asked him before when he like said I was like oh I just want sex I was like send me a picture of dick you know <laughs> let's see what I'm getting myself into before I say yes dick was decent so he like he you know drops his pants and stuff and his dick is soft and he was like uh he was like can you just like touch it and like you know to, you <laughs> to get just it hard touch it. Are you so I'm like I'm like giving him a dry ass hand job because my hand is like un- like my hand is naturally moisturized but not moisturized enough to like you know soothe the dick. So anyway, I eventually get bored with doing that. So I was like, fuck it. I give him a little bit of head, just enough to get it hard. And then we fuck. And then he comes in like five minutes and I don't come. And I'm just like, well, that was annoying. And so after we're done, he like, you know, he goes to the bathroom, runs his dick off and all of that other shit. And he was like, so what are you doing later on this weekend? I was like, probably Sunday after I was like, I do a podcast with my sister. Because I'm trying to be like Izzy now. Like every time that I can, I'd be like, oh, I do a podcast with my sister. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so he's like, he's saying that. And he's like, oh, yeah, I want to see you again. That was so good. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, nigga, it wasn't good for me. I was like, it wasn't good for me. But like, I also knew that I was talking to somebody. See, this is, this is the thing. This is what I expected to happen with Will and Caleb. I expected to see them in tandem. Like, finish with one and go see another. But they both came, were trying to come at the same time. So, like, I knew that I had another uh, dig appointment lined up after this one. So, I'm like, whatever. Walk him to the door. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was going to unmatch for him. I was like, but maybe if we if uh, if we fuck again and he has more time. Like, maybe. I was like, you know what? I'm going to put it in my head this way. Maybe this is a preemptive fuck. He wanted to see if it was worth him coming back. Because he did hit me up again Sunday, but I didn't want to fuck him. Oh. Uh um so yeah the next dude comes in and this is the one who made me start the story this way so we match again on tinder and we're talking and we've been talking for like we had been talking all day 
And so he gets, he was like, oh, well, um, I can, he was like, I got wine. And he was like, I can bring wine. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Sounds cool. Like, sounds fun. I give him my address and he's like, oh, every, first of all, 79th and Cran, ooh, whatever, I don't give a fuck, find me. 79th Street is not that scary. <laughs> but niggas be like, oh, you live on 79th? Oh, that's a bad area. And I'm like, nigga, I can meet you at your car if you're so fucking scared. So I come downstairs and he, his voice and his personality is very different from his pictures and his profile. Like, same person, but it was like not what I was expecting. So he, like, I'm boy. Yeah, like he just didn't, his voice wasn't, it was like a, a softer, less deep voice than I was expecting out of him. But anyway, we like are going upstairs to my apartment. And so he gets like, you know, when you first walk into my house, it's the living room. And like, so he sees the painting that Elijah did. And then he sees my, um, my collage on the wall with like all my pictures and shit. He's like, oh my God, nice art collage and blah, 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 blah. And he was like, asking about the painting and I was like, yeah, my brother did that and you know, whatever. We go to my room and I he I, I, I walk to my room, let him get situated in there, go to the, my kitchen, get some wine glasses, bring them back to the room. Give up like, so we're like having some wine and then I had some weed and I was like so I'm like oh I lit up my first I had a half blunt that I had started earlier that day and I was like oh I'll just finish this one with him so I started smoking and we're talking and now I have a bunch of my prints from shoots that me and Elizabeth did together hey. um, on my wall and then like, I, I tried like I've I had some of these pictures in my living room but I was like nigga I got tired of niggas like oh my god a picture of your titties it was like so I just moved the more intimate pictures to my room because I want to look at them all the time but I mean not my titties just my pictures and my work so anyway, in my room, chilling, talking, this nigga's like, oh, I guess you do a lot of body positivity work. And I was like, no, believe it or not, they let fat people do other kinds of modeling. And he was like, no, I wasn't saying it like that. And I was just like, whatever. And my vibrator is on my bed. And he was like, oh, I see you're sexually liberated. And I was like, no, they don't really mean that. It just means that I like to come. And he was like, LOL, that's funny. And I was like, you know what? Talking isn't doing us any good. You want me to no, play some music? No. <laughs> I was like, you want me to play some music? Because he was so fucking pretentious. And he was like, so I also have two more of Elijah's paintings. In a box, so hard. Really did. And I have two more of my, uh, two more of Elijah's paintings in my room as well. And um, he was like, oh man, this is so dope. It looks like somebody's work I know or whatever. And I was like, yeah, my brother did these too. You know, you know my brother. You know. Yeah. Um, and like, his name was Chance. The rapper? I was like, yeah. He, fucking wishes um but yeah no was it chance or lance or something like that something something like that girl <laughs> he fucking wishes yeah. um funny enough i didn't match with lance anyway <laughs> he never said anything to me i'm assuming that's like oh we both know each other so yeah. we swiped on each other yeah That would have been so weird. I kind of, I was hoping they, like, I had matched with people and we were like, hey, you're on Tinder and you're on Tinder. And, like, that's the end of our conversation. Yeah, I had some people who'd be like, you're on Tinder and we matched. Thank you. So now I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I just matched because I knew you. That's it. Like, I don't want you. Anyway. But yeah, so, like, I started playing some music and I, the first, I started playing Thirsty by Party Next Door. And he's like, I love Party Next Door. And I was like, you look like it. Like, you seem like the type of nigga that like Party Next Door. But, like, so we're drinking, and, like, I'm smoking, and then, like, he was like, you gonna let me smoke with you? Because I did, I was, I was annoyed with him enough that I was, like, just smoking by myself for a little bit. Is that weed? Yeah, it was my weed. Uh, yeah, of course, bitch, is that me. You're not smoking with me, nigga. 
No, I let him hit it. So I was like, I passed on the blunt. And so like we sitting here and we chilling and like, so he was like, um, he he was he asked he did very well. He was like, so can you take your clothes off? And I was like, well, you said she was gonna give me a massage. And he was like, well, I'm not really good at massages. I was like, why did you offer? And he was like, well, I just wanted a reason to get my hands on you. And I was like, well, here's your reason. Massage. <laughs> but give me. I was like, I want my massage. And he was like, so I go and I just don't like him. But he on. <laughs> yeah. So I go and get like I have some baby oil. So I get the baby oil, and he's like, first he's massaging me. I do get naked. I got completely naked, laid on the bed. He's massaging me. He's like rubbing all on my booty and stuff. And then he starts fingering me, and that shit was feeling really good. So he's like fingering me and he's like plant like also massaging my clit and he gets me to come. So I came and then he like he likes you know massages my butt some more mm-hmm. and he was like oh I'm he's, I'm gonna deserve some good head after this. Deserve, girl. Beat that nigga ass. Oh my god, bless his soul for being a dumbass because. So I was like, you should really should. I didn't say I really should beat this nigga ass, but I didn't say shit about it. I was just like, yeah, whatever. Keep 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 them fingers moving, baby. <laughs> So then he was like, he, he like, you know, stops. He made me come a second time. After he made me come a second time, he stops. And he was like, can I have some head now? And I'm just like, okay, you know what? You did make me come. Let me return a favor. So I give him some head. He does come. I even, like, he came and everything was fine or whatever, right? So he, he made you come from fingertips? He was playing with my clit too. But I, I can come from, uh. No, not that. I'm just trying to make sure. Yeah, yeah, he did. So, um. And always, I, that's the best when you have your clit stimulated and you're being penetrated at the same time. Like that orgasm is like next level, it's like transcends. So, yeah, I'm giving. I gave him hand and he came. Now, me, I actually very much enjoy fellatio and giving. And so after he came, like you know, he was like still standing in front of me, and like. I was like, he he had finished coming. He was like, damn, that was so good, blah, 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 blah. And so I put his dick back in my mouth and like keep sucking. But that's something like, because I like the way niggas react because like the dick is still sensitive and shit. So I'm sucking and then I feel my mouth fill with liquid. And I'm thinking this nigga must just came again. But my mouth filled so fast that I'm like, what the, f-? like, so I like pull back. I'm just like, I can't hold it all. And then I see it is piss. Which means that there is piss in my mouth. (laughs) And I like I immediately stood up, sprayed said piss that was in my mouth into his face in person, pushed past him, went into my bathroom, and immediately began scrubbing thine tongue. (laughs) Like he was like, Oh, I'm so sorry. I thought it was calm. I just let it go. No, you're not. Just and like I, I just want to say one thing, because if peeing on someone and someone, all of that shit, if that is your fucking kink, mm-hmm. I don't care. I don't mind. What two consenting people do is their business. I didn't consent to this shit. I, I was so mad. And he was like, oh, I guess I pissed you off. I was like, hell fucking yeah, yeah you, you pissed, pissed me, me off. off money. <laughs> I was like, yes, you did, you stupid bitch. So I was like, get out. That's how you know he did that shit on purpose. Oh, I guess, but you're against me like that. Oh, no, he, it wasn't like that. He was like, he did seem like he was like surprised with my reaction. But like, he, I was like, just get the fuck out. And he was like, okay. Like, he's like trying to like, you know, pull his clothes. I was like, get the fuck out of my house. Like, I was so pissed. So he leaves or whatever. And this is how the third dick came into play. So obviously after that, like I just I didn't even walk this nigga out. I told him to get the fuck out of my house. He skedaddled and was like putting his dick back in his pants as he was going down the stairs, I'm assuming. And I just like locked the door after I heard the door close. So I'm like, I immediately get
get back on Tinder and start swiping because I was like, bitch, I need immediate validation. <laughs> I need some new dick and I need it to be good. And lucky for me, motherfucking Amari hit me up. And like, he's like one of my friends, no benefits. <laughs> I mean, benefits, no friends. <laughs> like we only hit each other for sex. And he like, it's, by this time it's like three in the morning. And he was like, what? He was like, you up? And I'm like, yes. He was like, I'm going to slide. I'm like, okay, I'm up. Oh, three in the morning, kind of big. He was like, so like, oh, he on his way. He like, what you doing up so late? Anyway, I was like, I was just up, you know, just chilling. So he about my life. <laughs> Gee, so I brushed my teeth like two more times before he got there. He gets here and oh, Izzy, sorry, <laughs> call me Elizabeth. I don't know people are like I, I, I mean, you can call me Elizabeth, just like. Well, I don't know if you want me to call you that on the podcast. That's what oh. I'm saying. I call you Elizabeth all the time. Okay, That's all I ever call you. At least for the fans. <laughs> not for the fans. I'm gonna be always fuck with condoms and shit right mm-hmm. but he's one of them niggas who like buying magnums and can't fit magnums no, so, his pride. <laughs> so like he's like fucking me and he's like damn why this pussy so wet i'm just like ah, i've been playing with it for you the whole time it's wet because i just fucked two other people who were before you um oh i didn't fuck no i didn't fuck the other person i didn't fuck uh the middle nigga who pissed in my mouth i didn't fuck him but he had like the finger in me and fell on my clit so it was like you know very simulated Wait, so what's the time stamp? Because it's like 3 a.m. When did the last nigga in? Probably like an hour before that. So he left my house like probably like 145, 2 sometime. Damn, so when did he get there? He didn't get to my. Well, so I told you I fucked Bond. Like, I fucked three niggas, Elizabeth. Okay, but I'm like, the, the first nigga, he came at like, like nine. Okay. And he only came for like a 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Yeah, he was only there for a little bit. And then I was like, I didn't, like, me and Chance. Me and him were only talking. We had been talking to each other for like maybe a few hours before he came over. He didn't get to my house until about like eleven. Mm. And then, like I said, we we didn't go right into sex. Like we had been chilling for a little bit. Well, he had been chilling for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he finally left. And then, like I told you, I had swiped. I was swiping on Tinder first, and like I was just up. And then, like you know, Amari hit me up, and I was like, oh, perfect time. No. So it wasn't like that. Yeah. Expect, expect, I was, adrenaline was way too high to go to sleep. I was like, the whole time, I just wanted to fight that nigga. Like, I still do. I still want to fight you. If you are out here in the world, I got a two-piece just for you. Like, I I was, like, literally talking to Elizabeth the next day. I was like, I want you to match with this nigga on Tinder, and he come to your house, and just, like, on some cage match shit from WWE, come out with a chair and just beat his ass. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I'm so short. <laughs> the chair and walk off and you know exactly what the fuck this was for yeah. oh my god i was just like 
was happening i am setting up my okie paint <laughs> and i'm just like oh my god my profile is so fucking cute like the pictures i got yeah. i'm like oh a baddie uh i don't even know if i want to go through with this but i just like <laughs> it's cool um i don't even know if i have any other whole stories i can think about like i am when i tell y'all like i'm i really don't be homely like sex is not something that i care about mm-hmm. um like unless like a situation last one, I was like, in the moment, I was like, ooh, I'm horny, so I want sex. But I'm not looking <laughs> to find partners for sex, because I don't usually get horny. Like, mm-hmm. unless I'm, like, with someone, yeah. and I'm like, oh, you're a sexual human being. I'm a sexual human being. Let's bump up. <laughs> yeah, literally bump. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I just, I'm no, I really don't hoe. Like, I think the biggest thing for me is I'm, sometimes I'm like, really for niggas? But, like, I mean, that's just like an everyday thing. Like, I just don't fuck with niggas. Like, uh, so a lot of niggas be trying to, like, on me on some, like, conquer me type of shit. Yeah. And I just don't be down for it. So I just don't talk to them. And then when it comes to women, I just haven't talked to a girl in a good year. And I don't know. I just be chilling. I, I literally am just chilling out here. I, I, I feel bad because I'm like, this is the whole story. No, I mean... Girl, I got plenty of whole stories to give y'all, but I'm not gonna do that right now. Um, I like how somebody was like on Twitter was like, oh, not everybody's good for a whole phase, and it was something that I was like, maybe it was just a conversation that I was having on Twitter. Who knows? But I was like, what? Everybody should have a whole phase. But then I had to think about it. Like, what? Not everybody experiences sex in the same way that I do, mm-hmm. and so like for me, I know there are a lot of people who are like, oh, I can't just have emotional sex, and like that's the best kind of sex mm-hmm. for me. Like when we're literally just coming together for the common bond of I want to come and so do you. Mm-hmm. This is great. <laughs> that is perfect. That is exactly the sweet spot I want to be in. Is when y'all start putting each other's emotions and shit in it, that's like because <laughs> like. Jackson, for example, like that nigga is full of emotions, and it's like it's for that reason that I can only see him like three times a week. Anything more than that, like that nigga start thinking that I care more than I do, and like, oh nigga, what you don't understand is I absolutely don't. 
we can speak only when you talk to me if you want. Like, I'm perfectly fine with that. And I don't know. It's like you were talking about the niggas be thinking you mean shit. And mm-hmm. Helen was telling I was like talking to Helen like a while back. It was like in the middle of the summer. And I was like, damn, I'm so fine. Why am I single? She was like, he was like, she was like, because you're so bitchy. And I was like, excuse me. Helen said oh, this. Yeah. I was like, excuse me. And she was like, oh, don't get me wrong. She was like, I love that shit. She was oh like, my God. <laughs> she was like, I love, she was like, I personally love it. She was like, that's part of the reason that I actually, I originally wanted to talk to you. She was like, I like a bitch. She was like, I like when my bitches talk shit. She was like, because they get me, I can talk shit back and then I don't take it personally. Yeah. Um. She was like, but you know, niggas be too soft. And I was like, I was like, but you, she was like, she was like, I felt like, she was like, I know a lot of niggas who have talked, like, she was like saying, like, um, guys who she's friends with who know me, she's like, a lot of them would be interested in you. And she's like, I got to tell them, like, you're not, you're not ready for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was like, because she's not going to take your shit. And I was just like, girl, I can take my shit. Like, let's see. Let, let me see if they can take. She was like, nah, because you my, he was like, you my nigga and they my nigga. She was like, but you my nigga. So she was like, if, if they start talking shit, then it's going to be something. And I'm like, oh, that's, that's fair, I guess. But still. Um... But for that reason, I think I make, like, my whole face is going to be great. <laughs> but eventually, I'm probably going to want to settle down with somebody and want a relationship. And it's just like, uh, what, what the hell's going to happen? I don't know. For me, I'm, like, dead ass just chilling. Occasionally, I'll, like, be, like, got a crush on somebody. Like, my crush on just head. I just realized they, like, make transphobic jokes. So I'm mm-hmm. like, well, that one's out of the water. Like, yeah. now she's back at zero. <laughs> like, I mean, because I only have crushes every now and then. It has to take, like, somebody who has their shit together who is single, yeah. um, and who is, like, a decent human being. Like, and at this point, I just say decent. Like, I yeah. don't want you to be good or be bad. Like, I just want you to be decent. Like, decent is a very, yeah, like, yeah, like, I'm not expecting you to be, like, you know, Beyonce, but I'm expecting you to, like, <laughs> I'm expecting you to be, like, maybe 20% decent. And most people are just, like, zero. <laughs> so, I just be chilling. And also, I need to person to, like, have motivation, self-motivation, and me, our relationship being like not the most important thing in their life, yeah. but an important thing in their life. You feel me? Yeah, I feel like another reason that I am so invested in like my whole face is one, like, bitch, I'm 24. Um, so my, me and Helen's favorite thing to say, I'm too young to fall in love. <laughs> Y'all so fucking fuck girls. <laughs> I imagine we sound like somebody else, yes. and then they'd be like, you can't, you want to know what's funny? I told somebody that. <laughs> I actually yeah. said it to Jackson. And he was like, I get really like you. I, I, no, not that. Bless <laughs> I feel so bad for him. I think if he just gotten better as a human being, he would have more, yeah. account, like more, what is it called? More of a chance, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah like, there's just way too many. He is far too egotistical for me. Um, to He's be, down to fix everything but himself. But yeah, like we were, he was like, we we're talking and he was like, so he was like, um, he said some shit about like, oh, you don't mind like spending time with me and me like spending time with you and being like at your house or my house and all that shit. He was like, but you don't want to be my girlfriend. And I was like, why can't your girlfriend do that? And I was like, oh, I was like, I was like, I didn't say that. I was like, I don't think those two things, I said, I don't think those two things are synonymous of us spending time together and me being your girlfriend. And he was like, but he was like, but he was like, but he was like, I thought every girl want that like fall in love type of shit. And I was like, 
I'm too young to fall in love. This nigga, when I tell you, this nigga looked at me for like 30 seconds, like, bitch, are you serious? Like, <laughs> he was like, what the fuck does that mean? I was just like, I'm too young. I'm too young to fall in love. As a bitch who's like wants to wants intimate partnership. I don't necessarily want a um, boyfriend, a girlfriend, or anything in between. I just want like someone I know who's like my who's like a chosen person to be yeah. around me. You feel me? Like, and I, I, I personally don't give a fuck if you're monogamous or not. Like, um, I think for me, it's like for if what we're doing needs to put a label on it, that needs to be for our personal use, yeah. not because we want the world to understand us. Yeah. Like if we're like. Oh, we're just chilling. We're hanging out with Chelly. You my house. Like, we're at my house. We, we good, you know? Putting a label on it makes you feel more secure and knowing that I'll stay around. Then I think there needs to be some other shit we need to talk about. Yeah. Like, we need to talk about trust. We need to talk about how much I appreciate you. You know, it's like putting a relationship status on it won't fix the problem. It will just make it seem like you should be okay now. And then you'll start second guessing how you feel and not validating your own feelings. If you feel like you don't trust that I like you, Hey, I like you. Like it's like, and I think that's really what his problem is: is that he he is obsessed with the idea that like I'm just out here talking to any like not. I don't even think that he thinks I'm talking to everybody. I think he thinks I'm talking to people outside of him, which I am. Mm-hmm. But we have not said that we are in a relationship where that is the parameters. And you simply asking me to be your girlfriend, like even if I was like, okay, Leah, let's be your girlfriend, but I would still want the caveat of, and can we be non-monogamous? And, like, that's a conversation we would have to have. And you don't really want to have that conversation because you don't want to hear that. Also, do you really want to be non-monogamous or you don't want me to talk to somebody else? And, like, I I don't. My thing is, like, there was, like, one time where, like, we were, like, this is when we first started talking. He was, like, oh, I could go get back on Tinder and fuck another bitch or whatever. And I was, like, we'll do that. Like, I don't know if you thought that was going to devastate me. Like, I don't. You heard him right now, and you were projecting hard as fuck. <laughs> and if you want to talk about that, we can talk about that. Like, my thing is, is a bitch who wants to, like, and again, I'm not looking for a boyfriend or a girlfriend. I'm looking for someone to casually date who's a decent human being. Exactly. Like, I'm not looking for somebody, a long-term partnership. I'm looking for a decent human being to date, like, actually date. And so, like, motherfuckers don't understand what that means. And... I, honestly, I feel like our relationship could be that because we do, like, that's the thing. Like, I actually do date this nigga. Like, we run errands together. We've had, like, we have, like, go out to eat and shit. Like, we do spend time with each other. Like, intimate time and, like, good time. It is not until he starts, like, harping about these insecurities that he's not really, he's he wants to project it as it's my, like, me not wanting to be in a relationship with him is the only problem that we have. And it's like, that clearly is not the only problem that we have because you have way too many problems within yourself that you need to work on, but you don't want to do that. And like, Hey, everybody in their own time, but you know what I'm not going to do? Tie myself to you as far as a relationship yeah. to help it's you get you. that. Yeah. Like that's not a girl free labor. No, Bitch, please. <laughs> At the expense of my own whole experience to myself. Exactly. No, like, nigga. We can keep seeing like you can, I mean, not trying to be like, I'm not using this nigga, but like, you can pick me up and drop me off at work and we can go to the barbershop together and I can meet your son and we can go to the, we're going to the Universal Soul Circus next week. Like, we having a good time. I'm perfectly fine with where we are at now. I think a lot of times people are, like have this idea that dating, like 
I don't think a lot of people talk about dating. Yeah. Like most people just talk about either you're hoeing or you're in a relationship. Yeah. But there's no dating in between that. People have especially with yeah. young people. Yeah. The art of courtship is like I don't want to say it's dead and lost, but I feel like there are so many the problem with that is that I feel like there are so many people who believe that, oh, I have to feel a certain way about you before we start courting no. for me to court you. Like, that's idiotic. I don't know that I, you're talking, you're taking somebody on a date because you want to get to know them for me. Because of some reason, you have already decided they are worthy of a date because you thought they were pretty or you thought they spoke eloquently or whatever other reason. That was a reason to take them on a date. Like, I don't understand why y'all get this idea that they need to, like, give you something or be holier than thou like even that simple you don't have to know the person in order to know you want to date them the whole point is to date them to get to know them like that real shit of like you want i can't get to know you like actually do you want to get to know me do you want to fuck or do you just want me to like hold me as your captive yeah like i mean that's basically it like it's quite literally like you said me existing is more than enough reason for you want to court me mm-hmm. And anything beyond that, like, if we go on a date and the first date is, like, whack and we don't have good chemistry or conversation and you never want to see me again, whatever. However, this idea that, like, I'm supposed to, I don't know, slay a fucking dragon for a date, nigga, first of all. I have one time anyway. And not even that, but the people who say that, because it's not just niggas. I know women who say Mm -hmm. the same shit. The people who say that, it's like, okay, and so what do you offer? In what way are you bringing anything to like, what, what dragon did you slay to be, you know, worthy of a date? Before the podcast, I was talking to Ayana about the Game of Desire, the book, and how in it, she was telling people to create a job listing yeah. of your relationship. Like, what do you want, what do you need for this job? Job being a boyfriend or girlfriend, yeah. whatever you want. And then you, what do you need for that person for the job? What are the job requirements? What yeah. are the stipulations? And then also, what does this person get? Like their pay rate. What are they, what are they getting in pay for being with you? And then also, like, what is your, like, is there, um, at the end of a job, most jobs we know, hey, so what do you plan on doing in five years? It doesn't have to be, you're still in this job. Yeah. What is your life plan for yourself? Do you have a goal? What is your goal job? What is your goal partnership? What is your goal intimacy? Like, that shit is important. Yeah. And then, like, seeing yourself as they're everlasting, they're so worthy to be with you is narcissistic. <laughs> like, you need to look at yourself. And I'm not saying not understand that you have value. Yeah. But understanding you are not the sole value that they attribute from the world. Like, yeah. that's not how that works, bro. Like, and I just think a lot of people don't understand that they are giving and taking from another person. They just feel like they should just receive from someone mm-hmm. and be like, oh, my presence is enough. Your presence is enough for the, like, for the bare minimum of communication. Yeah. But your presence is not enough for me to invest. Like, I don't just invest in different businesses because they call themselves a business. Yeah. You create, you know, a whole precedent of trust and understanding. And you got to come with a, like a 10 point business plan to explain yes. to me why you are worthy of my investment. Uh, and I would like to say, like, I don't know. Are we going to do one more? Or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, We've been on a two hour podcast. Why not keep it going? Right? <laughs> this is our last one. We got to leave, leave you with lots of juicy tidbits. Yeah. Like, we started off with co-experiences, but I ain't really got them. So we're going to talk about shit. I'm really going to do relationships no i would like to rock and like the beginning parts of that and how that's very valuable i feel like also a lot i think i am going to speak from a heteronormative perspective because that's the one that i know best Mm -hmm. 
I feel like in my experience with so many men, what they want right now is like a babysitter they can fuck. It's like, you want me to, you don't want me to just invest in you. Like, did you ever see that post that was going around? It was like, be the girl that fills out job applications that takes them to the bank to get up. Wait, 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 wait. To fill out job It was like, oh, be the girl that like keeps them out of trouble, that fills out job applications, that cooks, that cleans, that makes sure it's like everything's okay, that helps them open a bank account. It was like all this list of shit, right? Like, obviously, so the first time I saw this, it was on Facebook. And, okay. Yeah, it was on Facebook. And this girl, like, she reposted it. And she was like, I got to do all this plus fuck you. And she was like, you want to mock? She was like, you want to fuck your mother. That's what this is. You want to fuck your mother. She was like, you are grown. Like, and so, like, that was like that. And then, obviously, this nigga comments, he's like, what's wrong? If you his girlfriend, if you his woman, you should be willing to do all this shit. And what this is niggas willing wait, to do? Wait, wait. And this girl was like, she, the thing is, like, she was still on some pick me shit. She was like, maybe if he was my husband, but like some, some, my boyfriend, I'm not doing all this work for. She was like, this is too much for somebody who I'm not even really that committed to or whatever. No. And like, granted, like, if you're willing to do all that shit for your husband, I guess. But I mean, like, what? I think at that point when you're um, married to someone, you have legal ties yeah. to that person. So, so it's like, I'm like, I'm counting my own bag. <laughs> I'm making sure you don't fuck up my credit. Right? But Kev on stage, he like did a reaction video to this. And he was like, is this what dating in 2019 is like? She was like, he was like, open up. He was like, it's $25 to open a bank account. All you need is your ID and your social. And the bank people will do it for you. Why do you need your girlfriend or wife? And he was like, because I, he was like, he was like, talking about, there are a lot of people like, oh, this is wife duties and not girlfriend duties. He's like, no, these are grown man duties. If you are a man who's living in society, you need her to keep you out of trouble. Nigga, what are you in second grade? What the fuck is she gonna do? Babysit you? And I feel like there are so many men that I have come across who would like literally do believe that. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you need to do all of these things for me. And it's because so many of y'all, y'all were raised by women who were single mothers. And this is not me shitting on single mothers because my mom was one too. But she made no JP. Yeah. But like my mom made the same mistakes of being like, oh, well, you're the man in the house and my son is my king. And so now you have men who are expecting women to treat them like their mothers, to treat you like you're some king, but expe- but completely take care of you. Yeah. Bitch got me every kind of fucked up. I support me. That is my job. My job is to take care of Oyana and everybody that Oyana, you know, decides to spit out her coochie. Don't got none of them yet. So it's just me. And as long as I'm good, that's the that's it. Yeah. I don't ha- like I have no obligation to anyone outside of myself to make sure that I but me to make sure that I'm good. And anybody that I help along the way is extra nigga. If you ever if you got to spend one night in my house, nigga, I housed you for 24 hours. That was something I did not have to do. And I think a lot of times that goes back to the idea of saying like, why are you doing something? Like, are you doing it because you want to do it? Yeah. Or are you doing it because you feel like you're going to get something from it? That's the whole pick me mentality. Yeah. If I do this, if I help this nigga fill out a job application, then he's going to want to wife me up. And it's like, no, bitch, if you want to fill out his application, then just like, you want to do that because you want to help him forever reason you know that's your own well, choice we're gonna talk we gotta talk about the reasons too but you know right. what that's, like that right now that's your own choice you can go ahead and do that 
but it should not be based in you think you can acquire his uh, intimacy or trust from that. Like, cause that's some real manipulative, fucked up. You are going to be sad as fuck in the end. Somebody retweeted the thing and it was like, you're going to do all this shit and that nigga's still going to cheat on you with a bitch on an air mattress who ain't doing shit for him of making noodle packets. No, and I was like, the, and like the, the reason why that's funny and somebody like somebody you know feminist had to come back like that's you're shaming the other woman I was like no I think she's making a very valid point yeah you're gonna do all of this for a man who's not gonna give you the loyalty you want because he doesn't want to give you that loyalty mm-hmm. like that is his decision and he's allowed to make that decision and as shitty as it is because I'm sure that same nigga is gonna reap all the benefits from you that he absolutely can absolutely have you filling out job applications and feeding him three square and then meals when y'all, a day? When he break up with you, talk to his next girl, being like, "Why you ain't doing the same shit my old girl did?" But he'll still watch it, like, and he will still like. This is the thing. My mom is like grade A pick me, but one thing I can't say about that bitch is that, like, in her marriages, I'm gonna specifically talk about to her marriage to my dad. This bitch didn't switch religions, then moved across the country, then did all type of crazy shit. Went she, to a cult. Yes. Join the fucking cult. The cult we are not exaggerating. Not, <laughs> not exaggerating. Join the cult. Knew that it was a cult and was like, well, my husband there. <laughs> and this nigga still cheated on her with his little sister's best friend. Because niggas. Because niggas like there is literally no amount of performance you can give somebody and this is regardless of gender there is no amount of performance you can give somebody who's going to give a fuck and who's going to accept it unless they actually do and it's like if you're if you're if your goal it's kind of like you know trying to be a good like the idea of being a good woman a good black a good gay a good queer person is it's either these people respect all women, all queer people, all gay people, or they don't respect them at all. And yeah. at bottom line is half the time, these niggas don't respect none of y'all. So you being the perfect ideal woman don't mean shit to a nigga who that don't mean shit to. Yeah. And like, I don't know what way that you can like map that out for bitches, but like you are better off just like, honestly, this is, let me say this. Cause when I'm like, if I'm like really interested in somebody, hell, Jackson, I could talk all this shit. But like, if he like when he comes to my house, I do do most. Like he takes out the trash and like he'll clean the tub out after himself and shit like that. Like I ain't nobody's fucking maid. But but like you know, like I do do most of the cooking, and I'm like very much a like because I'm I'm just a caretaker. Like that's my personality. That's the kind of person I am. However, I don't do, I do those things because that is inherent in me. And those are things that I do regardless. And it's not because I'm, I'm thinking like, oh, I'm going to do this. And that means he don't like me anymore. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like there are so many women who are wasting their youth. And like your youth can be wasted. I know people, I know y'all like to scream ageism and like, oh, no, you, yes, you can get married at any time. You can date at any time. You can have a whole phase at any fucking time. But while you're still young and the pussy still get as tight as it can and as juicy as it can, girl, better go exercise that motherfucker if that's what you want to do. I'm just saying, don't waste your time chasing after the idea that you're going to be so good. Like, I know so many women who are out here who are like, oh, well, I really like him, but I don't want to fuck because I don't want to add to my body count. Or it's so weird to me. Every now and then I need those people around me, though, because to remind me how fucked up the world is. Oh, yeah. Because for a long time, every now and then I'll, like, go to Twitter, like, oh, 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 you know, like, oh, my God, the world.
be getting this shit together accountability. And then I just so happened to click on the wrong tweet. <laughs> and I clicked on the wrong tweet and I see the most homophobic, transphobic, sexist shit. And I'm like, oh, yeah, the world is a little black and white. I gotta remind myself of Girl, that. This it, shit keeps, is all black. Keeps remind, it keeps me reminding that the world is not my world and that there are people around me who are yeah. just awful. And then I just go back to the decent humans. And I'm like, not that I'm here, but I, I can always remember now. I remember now. <laughs> or you have girls, like, even, like, and my thing is, like, it's to the point where I feel like there was a really good point that this, this her name, her name is actually uh, Kim, but her YouTube channel is called For Harriet, and she made a really good point, um, and she was talking about the way that women in music are sexualized, specifically black women, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> she was like, oh, sometimes I, she was like, obviously, as a woman, I know that I can be, you know, freaky and sexual and a little, you know, avant-garde and all of that stuff. Um, she was like, but the, she was like, my only problem with seeing women in rap, specifically black women, do it is she was like, sometimes it feels like the master's tools. It's like, I don't know. It's like, because it's like we're seeing the same kind of images of girls twerking and shaking ass and having champagne thrown on them. But the only difference is like, oh, now it's all women. And it was like, in some ways, she's like, your immediate reaction wants to be like, yay, feminism, girls, like, we, like you shaking ass because you want to shake ass. But it's like, are you, or like, if you were never told that this is what's sexy, would you still do this? Yeah. Is this what we find sexy? And I mean, granted, I, I don't really care too much for seeing twerking, but I do like enjoying twerking. Right. I like the skill of it. Yeah, I do too. And I even like the skill, like um, the twerk video with Cardi and the City Girls. I really enjoy like the twerk competition they had for all the girls. Like and like you saw the bit, like the yeah, bitch who did the handstand and all that. Like I, I love. Like I was like, talk, I was like, even with strippers. Like I love my favorite thing, and not you born as white strippers. Like you know, you go to like a black strip club strippers. where bitches is like you know hanging from the ceiling fixtures yeah, and shit. shit like crazy. some daring shit. That's I love so like that's technical. that shit is technical. I love the artistry. I love all of that. But them bitches can be fully flowed doing the same shit, and I would probably still be floored. Like the fact that they naked and like their bodies are like banging and shit, like that's also a plus. But like I don't necessarily need that to see that. Mm-hmm. And I say all of that to say that something that I was like, you know, kind of talking to myself and my therapist about about like my personal whole phase and shit like that is like, am I am I like stepping into my sexuality because this is what I want, or am I doing it because? oh, niggas are doing this shit too. And so am I like, oh, let me, like, like, I, like, like, she, like you know, Kim said, like, are, am I just using the master's tools and hoping for a similar product? Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, sometimes it's 50-50. <laughs> okay, so I was also, like I said, but in the beginning, I'm reading, I don't know actually if I've said it on the podcast, but I'm reading this book, or finished reading this book called Game of Desire. And then honestly, huh? Oh, so, the, oh, the author is Shan Booty. Um, Shan Brady now because she just got married. Shout Ooh. out, shout out. But she still goes by the name Shan Booty on all social platforms. And so I've been following her since 2016, 2015, um, before I was legally having sex. Um, and I mean, as long as your partners were your age, I believe it's legal. <laughs> before I was legal, <laughs> I just went. I mean, I don't know. Like, is. Because hmm, you I mean, technically can't consent regardless. Mm-hmm. That, that's the reason why teenagers will both go to jail if they're sending naked pictures of their underage yeah. bodies. I mean, well, the right. law needs to catch up with that. Okay, whatever. 
So I'm, I was listening to her for a while now. She's a sexologist, and she does a lot of statistics and stuff like that. It's the reason why I'm like watching her. Um, she gives a lot of like insight on relationships and stuff like that. She came out of a book called Game of Desire. Definitely check it out if you are trying to more understand yourself and the way you involve in the world and shit, and especially in a sexual way. Um, okay, so she, the whole book is about these experiments about these five women and about um, getting them better fit for the dating world. Um, and not so much being like, you have to be more feminine or anything like that. Because she gives away five different types of women. Mm-hmm. So you have like, so, you know, different, all the sexual orientations, mm-hmm. race, religion, all that shit. And so one, one of the statistics she threw out, whatever, how right now we're at a point, it was not even statistics, it was more so like a philosophy. Mm-hmm. And so uh, right now we're at a point where there are more women in the world than men. And then they were talking about, she referenced someone else, I can't remember his name, but it's a man, so... But it's like she references this guy and goes about how um, when there are usually more men in the world than women, then the world is very more romantic and they have this, you know, the way we see the world is like, oh, you know, aromantic and then be like, oh, we need to be like, oh, fall in love and shit like that. That's how. Oh, you and, know, that makes sense. And then when there are more women in the world versus men, they kind of treat them like. Oh, well, there's a lot of offer up here. There's a lot of fish in the sea. So yeah. we're just going to fuck all of them because I have an over amount of yeah. um, people out here. So I have My more. Yeah. Stomach. So I have more <laughs> to pick from. And so they treat you like a hotel mentality is what she, I actually share that part of my story. But it was like she treats a lot of men treat women in this world. And she was just talking about this very hetero experience. Um, in the, in the world, like it's uh like a hotel. So yeah. you go into the hotel and you're like, bitch, I'm about to get the cheapest hotel, but get to sleep. What is the basic accommodations? I'm gonna pay sixty nine dollars, but I go into it expecting you to do all the work of a five star establishment because I mean you should be doing more work to please me because there are less of me versus you. So that's the world we are in currently. And then you see that a lot of people dating experiences being like, do you know, expect you to give them head, expect you to like do the pay their phone bills and all these absurd things. First of all, pause. Which one of you bitches is paying somebody? You ever see those? It was like, does your mom know you cry over drug dealers with three pair of pants? <laughs> and I was like, does your mom know you paying niggas' phone bills? I mean, talk to and let them eat your baby's fruit snacks. Talk to our stepmom. <laughs> Is that acceptable? I guess we can call her that. Yeah, I mean, she, she did more than pay phone bills. She has that nigga for what, like seven years now? Ain't counting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but that's the point. You know, pause. We're gonna get my life so wild. I want to just say this: the women that we have in our lives, I feel like, first of all, kudos to both me and Izzy, because we could be the most pick me, homophobic, transphobic, horrible ass people, and like, I'm not trying to plot fish for swimming, but. I think there is there should be more credit given to people who are raised in super traumatic and toxic not environments. Necessary. Okay, so I'm gonna cut you off right there. Not credit, more so an example to the people who are in toxic raised. No, I, I I meant what I said. I just think they credit? deserve more credit. Is I think more credit. I don't not us specifically. I think people who are raised in toxic environments. Period. Mm-hmm. I think that it is super. I think that it. I feel that as marginalized people, as a black woman, I can say that a nigga who was raised in a household where he was like taught to hate women and disrespect women, and then you like come out, like you like leave your home and you learn like, hey, you know what? That shit is different. I, as a person who's currently in therapy and trying to unlearn a lot of their problematic shit, 
that is not some shit that happens overnight. That is not some shit that happens easily because now you have to question your whole system of beliefs. Not only are you questioning your systems of beliefs, but you're questioning yourself and how you fit into those systems. Because if you told yourself that as a man, you were deserving more and you realize that, hey, that's some bullshit and that you are constantly unlearning those things. And I want to say to everybody out there who is con like, this is the thing. This, this is where the caveat is. You don't get to take breaks. No, never. You don't get to Y'all like cross the limit when you say that. Because <laughs> I meant it. Breaks. <laughs> you don't get to take breaks. You don't get to be lazy one day. But if yeah. you are constantly vigilant to the ways that you were lied to, or that the uh, or not even lied to, to the ways that you were raised to be told that hey, you, it's okay for you to be this kind of trash in this kind of way, and you are. I'm like working against it and fighting it. Kudos to you, bitch, because it's not, it's not an easy thing to do to constantly question to the people in your life who have been God-like beings. Like your parents are supposed, are like that Alpha and Omega for so long in your life. And there's so much shit that my mom said, like literally there are things that my mom has said to me when I was probably like six that I remember clearest fucking day and still live my life by. Mm-hmm. You want to know the reason that I used to put fucking deodorant on my vagina? Because my mom used to do it and she oh told me that's God. what you do if you don't want your pussy to sweat. <laughs> <laughs> it was not until my fucking gynecologist was like, bitch, stop. That <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, maybe she was wrong. <laughs> But continue. I'm sorry. I don't even know what I'm saying. Honestly, you were oh, talking about yeah, the game of fire. Yeah. But like, yeah, I honestly highly recommend that um, book. Mm-hmm. But also that situation, that philosophy of him, like you know, that's how the world is, and not being like that's how the world is, so accept it. And like, no, that's how the world is. So learn how to navigate it to your best interest, and that's what the entire book is about. It's about learning how to um, navigate who is going to be those people who are going to continue on that rhetoric of like. You deserve, you're supposed to do work for me. Mm-hmm. Or is it going to be, um, you're going to find the other people who have, who are continuously doing the work. Yeah. And those people, it's like she gave you tools and tricks on how to quickly find those people out before the first date and sometimes on the first date. Yeah. Depending on how you choose. And yeah, it was just a dope ass book about five women. It was six, but it cut off one of them was like, fuck it, I don't want the accountability. Because there's a lot of accountability and a lot of self-reflection throughout the like most of the book about like realizing you have to really know yourself yeah. in order to tell someone to know you, you know, like and that, like I know a lot of people are like well, you gotta love yourself before someone else can love you. That I think is a lie. That's a lie. I think you have to know yourself in order to tell somebody how properly to love you. Yeah. Um, but somebody can love you, <laughs> like. Yeah. But I think it comes when it comes to knowing yourself and knowing the ways you are love languages, knowing your. Uh, where you sit on the buyer's rig, um, where you sit on the like the Kinsey scale, and really knowing, or even how you are negative to other people, yeah. like very real shit. And then if they actually actually um, had all the people call up their exes or call up one of their exes or something like that, and ask them how could they, how have they, uh, did they show them their love language? Were they listen the listener? Or like very specific questions, not. Or is that good partner to you? Yeah. No, like very specific questions to like get good specific answers to. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times you call them the partner who doesn't know what a love language is. And especially like one girl, she had to call somebody, she hadn't been in a relationship for, like over a decade. And so like she was like in the late thirties and stuff like that. So it's like she was in relationships in her twenties. So it's not super drastic. But 
So she's like calling somebody from way back when. So they're not truly on the same path as they're her. They're like, bitch, I don't even know you. <laughs> but they were still able to offer her information because that relationship was a relationship they had that was like really intimate and stuff like that in their younger years. And so calling someone and then asking them like, was like, in what ways was I a good partner? What ways was I a bad partner? If you want to read the book, she gives you specific 13 questions to ask. So definitely check out the book for that. Um, I think it's in the first like uh, 30 minutes or something like mm-hmm. that. So it's something to look for. Um, but yeah, it was like really cool. And at first I, and then one thing they said about asking, calling up the ex, don't call up the ex you're looking for closure from. Like it's not, not it's not easy being like, go ahead, call up the ex that you can get, finally get the closure. No bitch, do not call them. It was like, call an ex that you realize, you don't both realize there is no, there's no going to be any more romantic feelings conspiring yeah. between you all. You're not looking for closure from that person. And even if you do feel in the back of your mind, you want closure from them. Sometimes this conversation is very distinct answers can actually give you the closure that you need. But you have to ask the person who is has your best interest at heart. Yeah. Because a lot of times people ask these questions to people who are still in very toxic relationships with, abusive relationships with. And it's like, well, you're never going to get an answer from them that's actually beneficial or helpful for you. They truly don't have your best interest at heart. Mm-hmm. You can ask a casual friend, even a friend that you're not friends with anymore, and ask them or ask, you know, the, I don't know, just people in your life you have had close partnerships with that you no longer do, or even that you do, and ask them, hey, friend, in what ways am I beneficial to you, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, I think it's really good. I really fuck with the book, and I really fuck with her uh, whole, you know, teachings. Yeah, no, I've watched some of her YouTube videos. I'm not nearly as invested as you are, but I do like um, a lot of the things that she has to say in her input. She there's been a couple times I'm like, bitch, watch me take that with me real quick. I like that little tidbit. Um, right, I think it was one thing in the book that I did not fuck with, and I really want to remember what it was. I think I saved it. So um, I'll probably like give her a little review. I might listen to the book again. It's, it's on Audible, so if you first um, get your first 30 days free, and so you can get your first book from them, you get it for free, and delete the app, delete the app, and you still got the book. So um, that's true. <laughs> get to the book. Yeah. So that's a plus. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think that the root of most, this is, I feel like the root of most relationships, regardless if it's like, you know, casual sex on demand, if it's a friends with benefits, if it's a full on, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, 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 boyfriend, boyfriend, uh, romantic relationship where, you know, everybody's gender neutral, etc. is people just aren't honest. I, I feel like there are so many relationships where there is one person who is like, super invested and there's somebody else who's like going along to get along because they feel like this is what they have to do to have access to this person in some way yeah and i've seen way like that's like all my relationships (laughs) like all the real ones i should say i've i've seen so many relationships like that i have been in a relationship like that where it's like i just really want to be able to fuck you and like have you you know chill in my house on occasion and if that means that I got to say I'm your boyfriend or it doesn't, if that means that I have to say I'm somebody's girlfriend, then we'll do that. And that's one of the reasons why I'm like not budging with the shit with Jackson's because like if, if you are ready to have that conversation, we can have that conversation, but I know that you are not. Yeah. And I'm not going to give in because then I'm just going to be a bad girlfriend to you. You like, you think I'm being a fuck, a fuck girl for saying I'm still going to fall in love. Then I'm going to be a fuck girl because I'm going to be like saying that I'm your girlfriend and like nice. cheating on you. <laughs> Like, and not actually invested in you the way that you deserve. Because you do deserve that. Yeah. I don't think that he's undeserving of the, the kind of relationship that he wants. I just, I just don't think... I don't want to give it to you. It's not even that I don't want to give it to you. I don't want to... 
I take relationships seriously, and if I'm going to be your girlfriend, my my thing going in isn't that I'm going to cheat on you. Yeah. I just don't want to jump into a relationship with you. I've been in a relationship with somebody who didn't trust me. And I don't want to, one, repeat that. And I also don't want to be in a relationship with somebody who's like, they're in this relationship with me, but on some levels, they think they're better than me. Mm. And like, not in a like, oh, I think I do these things better. It's like, no, I think that I am the prize in this relationship. And I don't, I don't necessarily think that you need to think that I am. I, I would like for us to both see the benefit, like what it is benefit. Yeah. And I don't see it that way. I think that you think, like, so many times when we're having conversations about us dating, like, I mean, not dating, because we do date, about us being in a relationship, it's like, oh, you know, everything that I could do for you, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, what the fuck would you be getting out of this? Why yeah. would you want me to be your girlfriend if it seems like you're the only person that would be giving? Save and, like, you don't have to be, and I feel like that's another problem that he has, is that you really... I also think that's why he's so willing to do certain things for me. Because, <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I get to do this thing. It's yeah, like, I'm like, yeah, but he also has the mommy issue. Like, girl, that nigga need therapy. <laughs> <laughs> All these niggas need to seek help. Seek help. Gee, I can't wait. To, I'm getting that shit on a shirt. I'm putting that shit on a shirt. I don't think we're selling it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a love pod, season three, coming back. Hot merch. Yes. <laughs> Um, I don't really got a whole lot more to say. Basically, niggas ain't shit. Bitches ain't shit. Everybody ain't shit. The best way to do it is to acknowledge you ain't shit and navigate it in the best way to not harm other people. Yeah. Um, and do it. Do what makes you feel good. If hoeing makes you feel good, as long as the people that you as long as words as long as the people that you are hoeing with are in agreement, bitch, hoe. The first, the like that he said. Find a way to be not shit in a way that doesn't harm others. Yeah. So if you want to have meaningless, casual sex that you just want to come and be done with these motherfuckers, cool. Just also find somebody else who wants to do that. Yeah. If you want a relationship, find someone who wants to be a relationship. Stop trying to conquer people. Yeah. That so many of y'all are on that like, That's oh, me. you know, I wanna, I wanna lock them down, or I'm a tame that like this is not a taming of a shrew. No. There is no, there is no prize at the end. No. Cause bitch, I will not kneel to you. <laughs> I'm not that bitch. Not that girl. Yeah. Um, On that note, um, it's been super fun. Season two Woo, coming did. to a close. This shit was long and hard. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I'm actually looking. I'm not looking forward to ending it because I'm like low key. This is my therapy. But like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm not looking. Like I, I, my thing is like. The actual recording of the podcast is the most fun part for me. I really enjoyed this part. It's everything else around it. Yeah, I hate editing this fucking shit. I hate. And I don't even edit it really. I'm saying I hate getting here. I hate doing the promotion on Instagram and all of that. Like, you know, you, you still need the promotion. You know, right? I do know. Okay. I do know that. I have not forgotten. I I told myself like when I was walking here, I was like, oh yeah, last episode. I was like, bitch, you still gotta be posting shit. You still gotta talk to these people, <laughs> and I gotta talk to you oh, more. Yeah, because <laughs> we don't have any content. And I was like, oh, whole new set of jobs. But um, I do. I like. I fuck with y'all. Um. Y'all gonna have a, about what a year almost of not hearing bitches screaming in your ears once a week. So you know, soothe your eardrums. Every now and then we'll have some hot page shit. We'll put on um, Instagram. So go ahead and follow us on It's a Look Pod on Instagram. Yes, yes, always. Um, because I have an opinion. First of all, there's like almost nothing that Eliana doesn't have an opinion on. So 
Make sure you're adding us. So. I feel like I'm the more chill sister, but at the same time, I, in like different spaces where you're not around, I am that loud bitch. And I'm like, wow. Like, I don't know. I feel like I'm like so chill. And then my friend is like, no bitch. Like, you got an opinion on everything. And I'm like, well, you know, that's a good thing. I feel like people see us like... Our personalities are so flipped outside to other people. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I feel like I'm obviously, like, the chill person. But that's because I'm usually around people I don't like. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they ain't talking to y'all. Like, they don't understand, like, oh, it's not that she doesn't have the thought. She just don't like you. <laughs> she doesn't like you enough to express your, her thought to you. I'm just like, mm, unless she says something super problematic. And I feel like that's, a good, that's really nice, though. Because that means she really cares about me. And she cares about these listeners for exactly. offering y'all the ear. And the best way to show us that you appreciate us and listening to the podcast is to rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. I'm sure I'm going to miss this. <laughs> um, guess what I'm going to leave you with is uh, seek help. Period. Why you be nice be so to small? others. Why you got to be so small? It's okay. You're just average. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real like life to take home with, y'all. It's okay. You're just average. She actually put that on a shirt. Um, it's Oyana. It's Izzy. It's It's a look. look.